welcome to the Big Kids Book Club. A podcast about all things fictional, from middle grade to young adult. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. My name is Laura, and I'm the guest reviewer for today's Midweek Review. I'm the host of the Library Laura podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of book recommendations, library love, and literary enthusiasm. I talk about all kinds of books on my show, but my all-time favorite books tend to be middle grade, so I'm excited to be hanging out with you on the Big Kids Book Club podcast today. What is a Midweek Review? I'll let Marcus explain that to you now. Thanks, Laura. Yes, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at each category and basically ranking them out of five, then putting all those categories together, creating one good reads rating. So what are the categories that Laura's going to be looking at for us today? Well, they are plot, pacing, characters, style, and setting. Once Laura's told us what she thinks of all of them, she's going to be putting all those scores together and coming up with a final rating. That's all from me. Back to you, Laura. Today's book is The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise by Dan Gemeinhart. It's published by Henry Holt and Company in 2019. The age range is 10 plus. The genre is realistic or contemporary fiction. And the page count is 344. So let's start looking at plot. The plot is, granted, a bit far-fetched. When the story opens, we meet Coyote and her dad, Rodeo, who for the last five years have been living aboard a school bus that they've converted into like an RV camper kind of situation, and they have been driving across the country. Why is this, you ask? That's because about five years ago, unfortunately, Coyote's mother and two sisters died in a car accident. They have been living this way to sort of run away from the pain and problems that this has created. Her dad is not particularly mentally stable. He goes by rodeo because he doesn't want to be reminded of his old life in any way. He doesn't want to be reminded of the wife he lost or the daughters that he doesn't have anymore, changing their names and leaving their hometown and living a new life full of adventure and promise is his chosen way of coping with all of this. And that's been going pretty well for them the past five years until Coyote gets a phone call from her grandma. Her grandma tells them that there is a park in their hometown that's going to be dug up and turned into a development. Well, that doesn't sound like a big deal, except for the fact that Coyote and her mom and two sisters took a box of memories that they put together and just a few days before they died had buried that box under a tree in this park so all of a sudden coyote has a fire lit under her to get back home and get the box before it's too late the problem is that she doesn't feel like she can just tell her dad that she wants to do this she wants to kind of trick him in to taking this journey back home without knowing that he's taking this journey back home the problem is home is in washington and they're in florida and they have a few days to make this journey. I'm going to give the plot a four out of five, and it's for two major reasons. First of all, the whole thing is a bit far-fetched. There's some things that happen that just probably would not happen in real life. And some reviewers have pointed out that this book is a bit issue-laden, does seem to kind of cram a lot into one story. So four out of five, 
For pacing, this book is actually remarkably well paced for a book that takes place primarily on a bus on a road trip across the country. It doesn't get bugged down and it doesn't seem to go too fast for most of the story. And part of that is because of all the characters we meet along the way, which I'll get into in just a moment. I'm going to give the pacing a 4.5 out of 5. Next is our characters. I'm going to give characters a 5 out of 5, and here's why. This is my favorite part about this book. Coyote and her dad are both well-developed, quirky, interesting characters that you get to know pretty well, as well as along their journey, they pick up a variety of characters along the way that travel with them. The best part about these side characters are that they are very full and well-rounded characters. This is rather a band of misfits, and it's really fun that that's the way it is. Each person that joins them along their journey has their own backstory, their own motivations, their own joys and sorrows, and doesn't necessarily just fit right in right away with everyone. I mean, heck, even the cat and the goat that join them along the journey seem to have their own personalities and backstories, and that's pretty good when every single character, including the animals, seems like a real person that you might get to know. So all in all, I would consider this book to be a character-driven book, and for that to be the case, the characters are excellent, hilarious, lovable, interesting, and real. As far as the style of this book goes, I'm going to give it a 4.5, and that's because I think it is a style that is going to be either a take it or leave it for some. It does take place mostly in first-person narrative from Coyote's point of view, and I find this personally endearing, and she's funny as heck, uh, but also does a really great job of explaining her emotions and her motivations. I think some people would find it too introspective, but I just found it to be lovely and wonderful and very relatable. I mean, she talks about feelings of grief and anxiety and joy and anxiousness and excitement, all in just a very matter-of-fact, relatable, kind of sassy sort of way, and I find the style to be pretty wonderful. For the setting, I'm going to give it a four. There's nothing particularly beautiful about the setting. Most of the book takes place in gas stations on the side of the highway, campgrounds, a park torn apart by construction, and a retrofitted bus. It's not a pretty story. Like, it's not a beautiful fantasy. It's not set on a luxurious island. It's not in a cozy little hobbit hole. It's rather gritty and realistic in that sense. But It also is very easy to imagine yourself in the setting and a very realistic setting and and well set and well done, but just maybe not one that I just long to go and enjoy. Other than the bus, the bus is fun. I mean, they have tomato plants on the windowsill and a bookshelf and a armchair. It sounds like actually a really fun place to live. And maybe that's just because Personally, I used to road trip with my family in the summertime, camp in a pop-up camper and campgrounds and that kind of thing. It was a great experience as a kid and a fun life to live, but I don't think I would want to live it all the time for five years either. In the end, this book is a road trip story, and it's a well-done road trip story. So taking all our ratings and smushing them together into one Goodreads-style rating, that gives us a 4.4. The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise is 
one of my absolute favorite books of all time. And it's hard exactly to explain why, but I think it comes down to the fact that ultimately it's the story of the fact that you cannot run away from grief and expect it to go away. That grief and loss require you to walk through it and grow from it and experience it instead of just ignore it. Because feelings that you ignore don't go away. They just hide and fester until you take the time to address them. It's also the story of the love between a father and a daughter. It's just really beautiful. This is a book that will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It'll make you want to go drive across the United States. And it's just a fantastic story. I will note that there are some instances of profanity in this book. It's nothing terrible, but if you are a parent or a child that is trying to avoid instances of profanity, this might be a book to think twice about, at least for now. As far as a grown-up that loves to read middle grade books, there's absolutely nothing inappropriate in this book. It's a great time. If you liked this book, here's two other books that you may also enjoy. First off is Front Desk, by Kelly Yang. This story also addresses a lot of social issues and includes a young girl doing seemingly impossible things with good results. It's got a great cast of misfit characters. They all have well-rounded stories as well. Secondly is The War That Saved My Life by Kelly Brubaker Bradley. This is historical fiction set in World War II. It's also a great story of dealing with grief and developing a parental bond, building trust from a place of loss and hurt, and is just a really beautiful story. Thanks so much for joining me for this midweek review on the Big Kids Book Club podcast. You can check out my podcast at librarylaurapodcast.com or visit me on Instagram at library.laura and I'm on Facebook and Twitter at librarylaurapodcast. And that's our show. A big thank you to Laura for stepping in, doing our midweek review. Laura, I hope you had a lot of fun and guys, do please check out Laura's podcast. She's an amazing content creator and uh, become quite a firm friend here at Big Kids book club you can find out more about us and our upcoming release schedule on twitter at big kids book club all one long lovely word go find us there and of course until next time all i have to say is to take care to stay safe and most importantly to keep on reading